right, we're rolling. Welcome well, no, to no, no, episode no, no, no. three. Hang on. What's up? You, you gotta like, you gotta get some time for the oh, intro. That's right. I, for, I forgot last week when you yes. did the intro. Thank you. Yes, yes. Okay. Good. Was that enough intro, or do you want me to keep talking about nothing? All right. Continue. Welcome to episode three of Fake Dog Radio. I'm Melv. I'm joined here with Lou. We got a big episode ahead of us today. We have a guest coming on. We are super excited about. And Lou, how's your week going? How are you doing? Well, your energy is a little too high for my liking. Um, I'm not doing as well as you, apparently. But I'd like to start off with, and perhaps this is the reason why I'm not as happy as you are, two vendettas that I've formed over the past week that we've had off here. I want to start out with the Google password debacle that I have recently had with the Big Dog Radio email. So I created the email I was signed in and I had to get back into the account for whatever reason. It turns out I had already forgotten the password. Not that big of a deal you think because you can just, you can easily click the forgot password button, reset it somehow. Turns out it's not that easy. So I click forgot password and do you know what it tells me? It tells me to enter the last password that I used for the account. That's, that's literally the problem is that I don't know what the password is. So how am I supposed to provide the last password I used when I don't know? So I play the game and I enter the last password that I thought would have, could have possibly been the password. And do you know what this, what the Google machine tells me? We're sorry, we're not able to previous password. No, it says, sorry, we're not able to verify that this is your account. So I go on, I enter my email again, and I guess I'll give this another shot. Click forget password. Do you know what it tells me to do again? Enter the last password that you used. Well, listen, listen here, Google machine. I don't know the last password that I used. So how am I supposed to get back into my account? Well, Lou, do we have a lot of like important emails coming in on that? Or can we just like make a new account? Well, I think we can make a new account, but that's not the issue here. The issue is is a lot broader than that. What if it was an important account? What am I supposed to do then? If I forgot my password and your solution to me forgetting my password is telling me to enter my password. That does not sound effective. It doesn't sound effective at all. Vendetta well, I'm one. sorry you had to go through that. I'm sorry I had a little bit better of a week than you, than you have, but... Vendetta one, Google. Vendetta two, these things right here, Mel. And for the listeners at home, I'm holding up the package of an RX bar. The thing behind the RX bar is that they're transparent, as their name suggests, in RX. Can you explain to the listeners what an RX bar is? Because I wasn't familiar with it before you, you mentioned your beef with them. I would be happy to. So the RX bar... What they do is they list the ingredients on the outside of the packaging. So for this particular bar here, we have three egg whites, six almonds, four cashews, two dates, and as it says, no BS. The problem is there is a lot of BS because it says these are the ingredients on the front. You turn it over to the back. You read the ingredients. We have dates confirmed on the front, egg whites confirmed on the front, cashews confirmed on the front, 
almonds confirmed on the front. And here's where we run into a problem. Chocolate, cocoa, or cocoa. What's the proper way of saying that? I have no clue. I'd say cocoa. Natural flavors and sea salt. Unless we're supposed to imply by no BS, they mean chocolate, cocoa, natural flavors, and sea salt. How can you mark it? Can I read you something from their website? Yes, please. On their website, they say, we'll tell you what's on the inside, on the outside. Do they mean the ingredients label on the back? Because when they try to be transparent and list on the front what is inside the bar, they're lying to you. This is good to know. I've tried many protein bars, never the RX bar. I don't see myself doing it, though. So those are the two issues I ran into in the earlier part of this week. You know, Lou, throughout the week, I kept getting happier and happier. And then you just come on here and you, you bring me down with these two vendettas, as you call them. These are the things I deal with on a daily basis. It's not easy. Yeah. I'm sorry, Lou. I'm sorry, Lou. I'm here to support you, man. Through it all. <laughs> on to the listener questions. <laughs> on to the listener questions. All right. Our first question comes in from Casey Schultz. And he says, if your only two choices of occupation are being a mushroom grower or a mink farmer, which would you choose and why? I think this is a rather simple question. All right. Let's say our answer on three, three, two, one. Mushroom grower. No. Oh, really? Absolutely not. You would rather be a mink farmer than a mushroom grower? Have Have you ever been on a mink ranch before? I have not, but have you ever been on a mushroom it ranch stinks. before? A mushroom farm? No, I have <laughs> not. Farm. I can't imagine it's much more entertaining than watching little rodents run around all day. The thing about a mink farm is they smell rancid. They smell like you wouldn't believe. And especially on a hot day, it gets even worse. Lou, when have you ever been on a mink farm in your life? Uh, have you ever heard of Sandy Bay Mink Ranch? I've, I've never been there, but I've heard stories. Oh, you can smell it from afar, huh? Imagine being on the farm. So you'd rather be a mushroom grower. Explain to me what like gets you excited about growing mushrooms. Absolutely nothing at all. But I think provided the two options, because we were only given two options. Yeah, if, you only, if your only two choice of occupation yes. are being a mushroom grower or a mink farmer. So you're taking this as like a negative, negative situation. Yes. It literally our only two options are to be a mink farmer or a mushroom grower. Those are the only two options. I certainly don't want to be a mink farmer. Well, I certainly don't want to be a mushroom grower. Well, I don't want to be either to be completely honest, but the question, what what do you think forces us to make a decision? Right. What would what do you think would produce a little more profit? I, there's no way that I could possibly say, I don't know what, what the mushroom industry looks like. I don't know what the mink industry looks like. I would guess the mink farmers would, would at Wait, least you think like with you pelts and everything. Sell you the could pelts. Make a little bit of money. I have zero interest in finding out. Neither do I, but we, we have to make a decision here. Yeah, I Between. would much rather. I, I've made my decision. I would much rather be a mushroom grower than a mink farmer. Okay, I don't think we're going to come to a consensus here because. Absolutely not. I think it'd be cool will... to just have a bunch of little pets that eventually you kill yourself for the but pelt. But they're not but... pets. You're, you're just like. You're literally just raising them to kill them. 
Same with the mushrooms. Yeah, but it's a mushroom. Now, I, we're, I we're never going to agree here. Not specified in the question. Are these funny mushrooms? Or are they standard mushrooms? I think we're going to stay within legal limits. I'd say I'd say they're pretty well, standard portobello. They are legal. The funny mushrooms are legal in Colorado, if I'm not mistaken. I, I have no information on that. But so you're going right, to be a mushroom well, grower in Colorado is what you're saying. It's not specified in the question. I would be a mushroom. Well, I'll put it this way. I would be a mushroom grower anywhere rather than a mink farmer. You know what? That doesn't that doesn't make any sense. Forget about it. Oh, yeah, what, I, I what I was trying to say was sense. not going to make any sense at all. Rather be. Oh, well, no, no, that farmer. that's not what I'm saying. I would much rather be a mushroom grower than a mink farmer. So you're saying you'd, you'd grow mushrooms anywhere before you start a mink farm in the ideal location. That's what I was trying to articulate. Yes. Yes, absolutely. OK, well, I'd rather be a mink farmer. You'd rather be a mushroom grower. Let's move on to our next question here. This comes in from Kristen Walzinski, and she says, do you think soulmates exist? Why or why not? My personal opinion? Let's hear it. No, no, no. I do not think soulmates exist. I mean, sure, there's a group of people that you'd match with better. But uh, at the end of the day, you can make things work with a large range of mm-hmm. audience. I agree completely. For one to think that soulmates do exist you would have to have a very deterministic mindset. Um, right. You got how many people are in, the, in this world? Like seven, close to 8 billion. Close to 8 billion. And cut that down. Not even one eighth of that probably speaks the same language as you. So mm-hmm. how can you say that somebody's soul is destined for years when already seven eighths, seven eighths of the population isn't even able to make contact? Yeah, with and, and to suggest that soulmates do exist would you'd have to be of the mindset that every everything laid out for you down the road has already been determined i personally believe in i mean what do they call the butterfly effect where like every choice you make now has some kind of impact on where you end up in the future that i don't think that's already predetermined for you do you i think there's some predetermination in it but i I still think like you. Well, have how do the, you think that there's the some kind will. of predetermination versus? I mean, there, there's like thoughts of, of free will and being able to make decisions on your own and and living your own life. Correct. Where does right. the so, predetermination part come in? I mean, we didn't get to choose that we were born here in Wisconsin, unless listen, you did. I didn't. I didn't get to li- do that. Listen, you're you're crawling down a very deep hole right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. Just the fact that we were born here in Wisconsin already kind of predestined us for a specific group. It predestined us to be together in a way, despite us like having to make decisions to end up being here and like being speaking on Big Dog Radio. You're, you're thinking if we much weren't more in the same area, we would have never. You're thinking much more macro level than what I am. I'm thinking right. like your, your day-to-day actions determine where you'll be a week from now not where you are a week from now is already determined yeah yeah i agree with that part you gotta you make decisions throughout the week that are gonna cause you to meet people or not meet people and and i think in order to know that a soulmate exists you gotta meet every single person 
to find this perfect match that nobody else can reach that level. Okay. I mean, I, I do think in a way that, that there is a spiritual thing there where like people are putting your life for reasons. I disagree completely. You disagree. It's completely. all happenstance. Yes. You just run into people randomly for, for no reason. That's literally what happens. Yes. Okay. That's what you believe. Excellent. All right. <laughs> we, we both can agree that there isn't a specific match for your soul. Like we, we, uh, we or both... there might be, I just don't think that people find them like at all ever. We both can agree to disagree. Excellent. All right. So we started a Twitter thing and um, it, it, you send in anonymous questions and we got our first, very first anonymous question. And it says if Lou and Dwayne, and by Dwayne, I believe they mean Dwayne, the rock Johnson are the strongest people in the world who wins in a fight. Well, I, I'd uh, like, I'd like to dispel a common misconception here. I don't claim to be the strongest person in the world. I'm just the healthiest person in the world because as I've stated before, I am literally healthier than Dwayne the rock Johnson. So is this going to be a humbling moment for you? Are you going to say you're going to lose to Dwayne the rock Johnson? I don't think we can definitively say that still though. Cause though he is, he's bigger than me. He's stronger than me. Very likely. I, I can't count myself out. I can. I would put up You're a done fight. For. You're I, toast. I would certainly put up You're a fight. You're dead. You are not going to survive this fight. If I Dwayne The Rock Johnson is upset with you, he could pretty much kill you immediately upon his own will. Okay. What if I'm upset with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Then what happens? And then he laughs and just shoves you over like a little boy. I'm not saying that I, I would win in a fight against Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but I'm saying am I. I would put up a fight. You'd be like one of those five-year-olds coming at him. You'd be like the fifth oh, come class on. coming at him and, and with one swing, with one little. What did I, what did I say in episode one? Done. Greatest athlete of all time. Me. Right. And, and like you could put somebody who you, who somebody would actually claim is the greatest athlete of all time. Like, I don't know, Usain Bolt. Okay. Tyree killed somebody like that. You could put them against Dwayne, the rock Johnson. They're still going to get annihilated in a fight. Yeah, they would not but me. You wouldn't a no, five ten one eighty pound. Listen, listen, I'm not a six one according to the high school football roster, but right. No, they put I, I'm, extra three, four inches. I'm by all means, not claiming to be stronger than Dwayne, the rock Johnson, but in a fight situation, I'm not going to say that I would lose. So you're in denial again. I'm, I am. I have never once been in denial in my life. <laughs> well, so you, I think we got to put this together. Dwayne, the rock Johnson, if you are out there, I know, I know you like to listen to our podcast. So uh, please, please let's set this up. Blue wants to fight you. I mean, he doesn't want I'll to tussle. fight you, but he wants to find out the result. I'll, I'll tussle. I'll tussle with anyone. So, I mean, we just put on our Twitter this anonymous send in a question. We need some questions, and we love answering them, and I know you guys need answers. So please continue to send in your questions, and, and we will continue to answer them. And now 
we are going to bring on our guest today, and our guest is Casey Henriksen. He sent in the question about Pop-Tarts and black pepper snakes previous week. If you have not listened to that episode, take a listen. It's a good one. And he will be coming on, and, and we're just going to talk to him. Casey's a, a arm or what is he, Navy? U.S. Air Force. Uh, he's, he's a U.S. Air he's Force a U.S. Man. Air Force veteran. He's, yes. he, if you ever see a, a plane flying overhead, odds are he's the one flying it. Indeed. And so we're going to cut to a little break, and then we will be right back with Casey Henriksen. We're back, and we are here with Casey Henriksen. That's me. Casey, how are you doing today? Good, man. I just got got out of an absolute war of a tennis match. Lasted three hours. So you're a big tennis guy. Huge tennis guy. It's my second match in two days. Absolutely mopped the floor with my mom yesterday. Took an L today, but it was fun. So your mom, you got your mom delivered an L. No, no, no. I delivered an L to her. <laughs> with me, she made a good attempt. But... All right, excellent. Well, well, we're happy to have you on the podcast today. Um, dog happy to have you on you have a good question for him uh well yeah i I, for the listeners at home this past friday uh dog and i along with melv and uh, quite a few other people we attended a zach's brown band concert and i i really actually struggled with the concert because the whole time i was consumed by two questions that remained unanswered throughout the duration of the concert. One being, who is Zach? And two being, why is his band referred to as the Brown Band for no apparent reason? And Dog and I discussed this throughout the concert. What about the band exactly is Brown? Dog, I understand this, this was a struggle for you as well. It was, I mean, beautiful music, beautiful energy. But, you know, yeah, that thought and that question was bouncing around in my mind for quite some time. And, you know, if I could describe that band with a color, it'd be maybe like a, a nice warm orange or something. They got such a wholesome feeling. Yep, it did. It's a, it just seems random. It, I don't like it. It, uh, it And we, we brainstormed a bit. We thought, you know, Zach's brown band. We don't know much about Zach himself, but it, maybe is it a play on race? which is a very risky thing to do in this political climate with cancel culture and stuff. I'm surprised they haven't gone after him yet because if, if it is race, then does he have a white band that he throws out there when he's feeling frisky Zach's white band, but for it to be Zach's Brown band for no apparent reason, it really shocked me. Yeah, I was I was surprised to see that too. When when we showed up, when I saw that apostrophe, I was shaking in my boots. Zach's Brown Band, and and none of them are of a race either. They're all Caucasian male. And and you know what 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 I don't understand is if if that's the angle you want to take, why not just use your last name? Like if his name's Zach Johnson, why not say mm-hmm. Zach Johnson's band? Why do you have to incorporate a color into the name of the band? Zach's Brown Band. What is brown about this band? I, I rightly don't understand. It could be. So am I hearing we're an anti-Zach's Brown Band podcast now? Until we figure out what exactly is brown about Zach's band, I would say yes. Any other thoughts on that? I mean, 
I'm at a loss. I, I don't know. I mean, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful group of guys. They all have great beards. They can play the shit out of a guitar, sing some classic songs, but the name, you know, it's beyond me, but I love them for who they are and go Zach and go the Brown. Bears. Well, that's another thing. We we're not even sure that Zach was there. There was never one individual on stage that stood up there, raised his hand and said, Hey, I'm Zach. That would have been nice for him to do. Maybe he's ashamed that he called it the brown band and they blew. Yeah, maybe it should be. Maybe he he was. Maybe he was out with the white band that night, and we were stuck with the remains of the brown band. I don't know. These are things. Hey, hey, we're not stuck with them. We got to see Zach's brown band. Yeah. How dare you? Come on, Lou. Come on. I'm not getting canceled by it. But all right, listen, cut that part. We'll edit that out. No, we're not. We're not. That's staying (laughs) in uh, the podcast. All right. So actually I reached out to a PR rep for the band and they, for the life of them, could not answer my question. When I asked, why is it Zach's Brown band? I, they kept referring to like, like I I suggested just make his last name part of the band name, like Zach Johnson's band. And whenever I would say that they would say something about how, how, Brown, and whenever I said last name, they would be like, yeah, Brown. And I was saying, yes, we're on the same page. Instead of Brown, use his last name. For like the Steve Wait, Miller band, this, like the Dave Matthews What is his band. last name? Do we know? I haven't figured that out yet either. But this, rep- whenever I would say, uh, suggest putting his last name instead of Brown, they would say, yes. So we were on the same page. They probably agreed that that's what Zach should do. But in, instead, we're stuck with Zach's brown band. And I can't figure out why it's the brown band. It's one of the great mysteries of our generation. And I can't believe this isn't talked about more. It's Well, I, I think we need to move past this before you get a little too upset. I think we'll, we'll keep the listeners updated on what we find out about Zach's Brown band. But now I, I say we'd move on to our next segment. Are you guys happy with that? Or do you have more to say about Zach's Brown band? No, I mean, for the rest of this podcast, I'm, I'm still going to be thinking and pondering upon the yeah. question. It's one of the great philosophical questions of our time. Why Zach has to refer to his band as the Brown band. And we yeah. don't know much more about it. That's shocking. We don't. All right, so our next segment, we have the fake news segment again. This time it's my turn to go around. For those of you who have not listened to our previous podcasts, I'm coming in this week. I brought two real news articles and one fake news article. And Casey, our guest, and Hunter, or Lou, I'm sorry, Lou. Lou is going to guess which one of these is fake. So are you guys ready to hear the three articles? Lay them on me. Excellent. So our first article. um, So again, I did just the the title and a quote from the article. So the title is Fond du Lac police are on the lookout for a person dressed in a gorilla suit who tried to steal large styrofoam bananas from displays at three quick trip stores this week. Mm. And the quote from the article, she tried to grab it and leave the store with it, but the third shift worker convinced her to lay it on the floor and she ran out the store plans to lay banana bait to try to catch the thief so 
they tried to catch the thief by laying out bait, which was another bundle of bananas. That's smart. Right. Well, she was she wasn't stealing the uh like bananas, she was stealing the styrofoam display that like the oh, bananas okay. were by. So there was like big foam or I don't even know, styrofoam bananas that were by the display that this lady was stealing. Wow. In a gorilla costume. In a gorilla costume. And, 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 the, and she was going store to store doing this. Yes, three separate quick trip stores. Dog, I don't know what you think about this, but this seems quite believable. I don't know if it seems quite believable because I'm doing a mental check of all the quick trips and stores I've been to. I've never seen a banana display with styrofoam bananas. I mean, is that a thing? Think about that. Do they advertise? That's that's one thing to consider. I I thought it was believable based on I just get a feel that this is one thing I could get a little crazy one night and end up doing. That's that's a good show up in a gorilla costume. Yes. <laughs> Three separate quick trips. Yes. Okay, okay. So article number 2 Man locked in quick trip beer cooler stays and drinks. And the quote from the article, a 38-year-old Marshfield man had been locked in a beer cooler all night and had drank beer while locked inside. The cooler had a glass door, and if the man had knocked, employees would have heard him and let him out. (laughs) You know, Uh, is 100% believable. That absolutely did happen, yes. Because I've worked. (laughs) at a couple places where there's freezers and coolers and stuff and you can lock yourself in. And if you're locked in a beer cooler, what are you supposed to do? You have nothing to do except to drink. Sing Kumbaya, you get a little chilly. Uh-huh. Warm yourself up. This I'm buying this. Okay. All right. So then our final article is Madison man stands in front of quick trip door for 24 hours to protest increasing egg roll prices. And the quote from this article Despite being offered a free egg roll from Quick Trip employees, man stands his ground, stating the situation is bigger than himself. Hmm. You know, I feel like the first one is the most unbelievable one, which is exactly why I think that it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where my head's at too. And you know, so that's, that's the gorilla one you're saying. Yes. Okay. What were you saying, Doug? I was saying 24 hours for to protest, increase egg roll prices. I mean, I can, this lady or whoever did had a lot of time on their hands for such a stupid reason. I don't buy it. Well, maybe it wasn't stupid to them, Doug. If it was a cause that they truly cared about. Yeah. that's. And I mean, the other person was stealing styrofoam bananas but i can see myself enjoying that if i had a gorilla suit i would consider doing that just for fun one night absolutely that's what i'm saying sometimes you might get what should we do of those three articles i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go with uh the third one the egg roll one as the fake article well i'm gonna have to you know i hate to agree with you but in this day and age, a lady dressing up in a gorilla suit and just trolling stores stealing bananas. It's not too unbelievable, really. It's not no. unbelievable. I feel like I might see that next week. 
but protesting for 24 hours over agro prices. Seems People absurd. just don't have that kind of attention span anymore to spend 24 hours doing anything. Yeah, people. Do, I mean, when's the last time? You, who reads books these days? They don't got attention spans. Who has attention span to stand in front of a grocery store, an egg roll dispensary, and protest for twenty four hours? Gas station. It's absurd. The egg roll one is fake. Final answer. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, you guys read me like a book. That one is yep. a fake one. Wow. I was a little concerned. You thought that you I had us the... with the gorilla one. You thought you no, had I, us. I was concerned. I went like too mediocre with that one. I knew the gorilla one was absurd, which made it believable. Right. And then the, you couldn't the possibly like, make that up. Right. Right. I, I couldn't have come up with that on my own. And then the other one was like, I, I feel like that probably happens more than just this reported time that people get locked in a, in a cooler and just start drinking. People probably hide in those coolers, wait for them to lock it as an excuse. Probably, to sit that was probably and, his plan and drink. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to get locked in here and never come out. He knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> yep. So, yes, there was not a, a Madison man that protested increasing egg roll prices. Though someone should, I feel like. That would be a good Although I, to get I, I don't even know if egg roll prices are increasing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're just like a dollar. Yeah. Well, you know, someone could have protested increasing prices of egg rolls, but you just don't know about it. That is true. I, I, was, I was talking with one of my roommates last night, he's like, well, you could easily make that one true. Like you could make that story true. If you walked yeah, down the street, you could and... have did it sometime throughout this past week. Right. So <laughs> I could have made it true. That's, but I, that's I actually what I should do for next week. I should do something so absurd and ridiculous that you wouldn't possibly believe that it's true. Just so it is true. And make <laughs> You should, you should. Well, I'm disappointed that I was read so easily. Do you know what happened after that guy? Like, was he locked in the cooler like the whole night and was just like passed up? Yeah, they said uh, they said in the article it was like six thirty a.m. when somebody opened the door, and then it, it said it locks at midnight. So he was in there for at least six hours. So, so this is an interesting question. So he he likely drank a case of beer while he was in there, having nothing better to do. Do you think I wish. when? He, do you think when he got out and had like an empty 24 pack, they made him pay for the empty 24 pack? I have some news for you, Lou. What? One, he only drank four beers while inside the oh, for come six on. hours. Ridiculous. And then two, uh, yes, they did pursue litigation for him. Well, I mean, if you if he only drinks four beers, I think you have to let him walk free. He he suffered more. I, than I think it, else it was hurting case. his case that he only drank four beers. I agree completely. If he would have drank like an entire 30 pack while locked in the cooler. I actually, if that's the case, then I think you let him walk free that's with no penalty. If you drink 30, 30 beers and you're locked in a cooler, you're an absolute champ. <laughs> you deserve a Nobel peace prize. because that is just amazing. But he didn't, he wasted his opportunity. Six and he had four, what do you do in that situ- he had situation? He had four reserves and called it a night. Yeah, I, if you get locked in a cooler, what? I mean, I, I don't. This guy must have been so illogical. Like, there's workers there. He's not by yeah. himself. All, all, all you have to do is pound on the glass, as the article said. Right, and that—that's what the employee said, but he did not. So I, I guess that means so our the gorilla suit one's true. 
and the, the beer drinking one's true. So unfortunately they did not protest for egg rolls. And I think, I think I'm ready to move on to this fight to the death for the week. Yeah. I and this, Those yeah, two- we got to fight to the death. And this week it is between Mario characters. For those of you who are, are unfamiliar with our fight to the death segment, we go back and forth. And today we have three people. We're going to each choose a team of four people in a category or characters in a category. And this week it's Mario characters. So we're each going to choose a team of four and then they're going to battle on our Twitter at big dog radio underscore. And the people will vote and choose who is the winner of this battle. So this week we have Mario characters and Casey dog gets the first pick of the draft. All right, should I say all four of my picks? or just- no, no, no. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not how this works, dog. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you know. Okay, so Casey Dog's going first. I'm mm-hmm. going second. And then Lou has got the, the tail of the draft. So and it's makes two picks at the end. Yes. Yep. All right, sounds good. Well, I mean, number one, I got to choose, you know, the greatest, Donkey Kong. Big, strong, powerful. He's just a mean man. He can pack a punch. Yeah, you know, that's an excellent pick. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna say who the other one was, but I think coming in there were two obvious choices uh at the top. Donkey Kong being one of them, very deserving of the one one. Yep, and I'll take the other one. I will take Bowser. Yeah, I'm assuming is. that is the other yeah, pick. That is the other one. Yes. And I quickly realized while researching that after those two go off the board. Uh, it becomes very slim pickings. Yep. So and wait. now you're on the clock. You want me to go right away? Yeah. Unless you have more to say about Bowser, I have I have more to say about Bowser. That dude has spikes oh, on please. his back. He's got. Oh a yeah, I mean, shell. yeah, the biggest villain in Mario history. Yes. Even and though I mean, I, if, although I'm not too familiar with Mario history. Me neither. But I mean, if if. All goes wrong for Bowser. He can t- he can still tuck into his shell. I've never seen him tuck into his shell because he rarely loses. But uh, I, I, I that's my case for Bowser. And another thing about Bowser, I picked Bowser too, by the way. For a second, we'll put another. No, 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 dog. That's not how this works. Now that he picked Bowser, same person. Now that he picked Bowser, Bowser's off the board. Oh, Bowser's off the board. Yeah, you can't pick Bowser, brother. Okay, okay. I scratch him. I got another pick in mind. But again, about Bowser is he's an idiot. He's just a turtle, and he's just a brute. So he doesn't get emotionally. Right, yeah. Turtles really don't give a shit. So. (laughs) Right. Well, they're (laughs) taking off your head. Going for it. Exactly. That's what that's what I'm saying. You ever see a snapping Mm -hmm. turtle before? I hate those. They're mean creatures. Bowser's basically a snapping turtle on steroids. Right. He is. All right, Lou. You get two picks now on the turn. Who are you going with? All right. So my first pick, uh, and I hope this is the guy that I'm thinking of when I say his name, Wario. Okay. I I have always hated Wario, which is exactly why I would want him on my team. The biggest asshole in any Mario game you'll ever play is without a doubt Wario. And Wario is that rather circular man. Yeah, he's kind of round. Uh, I think he's yellow and, and purple, I want to say, are his colors. He's yeah, got kind yep. of a, a, an Italian mustache. Um, he, drives, he drives a motorcycle. 
He's probably a pervert too. That's. <laughs> that's because that? <laughs> his name's Wario. What does that have to do with anything? You'll just have to. You'll just have to trust me. He's probably a pervert. Okay. Do you think that's that's increasing the value of him as like a pick by saying he's a pervert? Well, <laughs> no. I just think it was a good thing to point out. To be honest with you. Okay. Excellent. All right, Lou, what's your other pick? Um, so second here, I have to go through my list. Um, I can't even read what I have written down, to be honest. You know, I'm going to go with Bowser's oldest son, Ludwig von Koopa. <laughs> if he's anything <laughs> like Bowser's his... oldest son. Yes. If he's anything like his father, that's a very good pick. Now, what is his name? Ludwig von Koopa. Ludwig von Koopa. He, co- he composes Koopa symphonies. Oh, that's beautiful. And that that's, I have, you're, I, you're sticking with that. That's going to be your pick. I also have written. Yes, it's going to be my pick. I'm going to give you a chance to take that back. No, I, I will absolutely not take that back. Okay. Listen, L- Ludwig listen, von Koopa. Oldest Koopa brother. Is that what it? Oldest Koopaling, I can't read my own handwriting. And second in command to Bowser. He's Bowser's second in command. If he's anything like his father, that's a very good pick. That could cause some that could cause some trouble though. They might get some ego. Maybe, maybe he wants to overtake Bowser. Exactly. Consider that. Exactly. That now would we mean... did mention that that Bowser's very heartless. Do you think he has a, a heart for his son? Yeah. Well, this might be news to you. Bowser has eight children. Wow. I was only aware of one. That's disgusting. There's eight of them. Ludwig von Koopa being the oldest. Koopa. Okay. Ludwig von Koopa is Lou's second pick. So, Lou, you have Wario and Ludwig von Koopa. Correct. All right. So, now now I'm on the clock again. That's right back to you, Mel. So... I, I was a little skeptical about this pick if you guys were going to agree that it is, in fact, a Mario character. But after hearing Ludwig von Koopa, I'm pretty confident that this one's going to stand. And I'm going to take Bullet Bill. Bullet Bill. If you ever play Mario so, Kart, yep. he's the bullet that you get. Oh, and so he's also see, featured I don't... in many other... Mm. But is he a character himself? Yes, he has a name. His but name he's is Bullet a power Bill. Up. Like he's it's he, not just in Mario Kart, he's in other things okay. too. Let's go. You don't race. I'm taking with... Bullet Bill. Okay. You're taking Bullet Bill. Yeah, so I have I have Bowser and Bullet Bill going up against Donkey I, yeah. Kong, Ludwig von Koopa, and Wario. You seem to think that Ludwig von Koopa is is some kind of little pest of some sort he he yes, is you, you took the lesser version of my first a, rather a force to be reckoned with oh so melvin so you have bowser and big lou you have bowser. i have i have ludwig von koopa yes the second he's in command he's it's gonna be a family affair i think yeah am i am i up am i is it my pick yeah you got yes, two of them you're you now two of them doug, doug. Oh, I have two of them now. Okay, perfect. Yep, back to back. So I already got Donkey Kong, and um, I got to go with his his little son, his little prodigy, Diddy Kong. 
Interesting. Just because of, you know, that family bond and just the sheer aggression and strength of just apes and just the animalistic. They're just animalistic. They're, they'll rip your fingers off. Rip your they literally off. are animals. Yeah, they are yeah. ruthless. All right. I think it is interesting. Uh, Casey Dog is the only person that can bear a weapon be- with his opposable thumbs over there. That's, that's, well, can we say for certain that Ludwig von Koopa does not have thumbs? Isn't he a turtle? Isn't, yeah, yeah, that Jack might be Bowser? true. Yeah. But he well, does compose. I guess Wario, Wario can, Wario, wield yes, a weapon. that is true. That is true. I do have Wario. Mm-hmm. So, right. Dog, you have Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. We got Donkey and Your Diddy. Third pick. And then we're going to... This might seem a little unconventional, but I think this will work in the field of battle. Princess Peach. Mm. Hear me out. Not bah, for the... Bah, bah, wow. Oh, hear me out. Not for the sheer hand-to-hand combat ability. You know, if you take Princess Peach versus that rocket ship or whatever Melvin has, she might lose. But if Princess Peach, you know, fakes an injury, plays the emotional card, you know, I assume Wario's got half a heart. And he's going to say, oh, is everything okay? Diddy Kong sneaks up from the back, rear naked choke, you're down one character. That's mm. what I picked. And we did already mention that Wario is a pervert, so. <laughs> he's a pervert. I'm sure he'll be interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> well, not only. <laughs> yeah, you got me there. Not only is Wario a pervert, though. He is the biggest asshole you will ever meet in your life. You think he has half a heart, dog? But he's a pervert, so Jesus! Yeah. Oh, I no, I like that pick, dog. I like the emotional pick. Uh, I drop my phone. She bends over. Wario you're sp- <laughs> you're specifically attacking Wario with that oh, pick because he's a pervert. <laughs> it's a distraction factor. I like it. Unbelievable. I like the pick, dog, and it's uh. gonna help me too because. I, I, I guess actually Bowser, after hearing he has eight sons or eight children, that's concerning for, for my cause, but it's a good pick, dog. You have you have a strong case for your team at the moment. Thank you. So I, I'm I'm back on the clock again. And I have Bowser and Bullet Bill. And I'm caught between two. I'm hoping I'll end up getting them both. But I'm gonna take the one that I feel is more likely that Lou is going to take. And I will take King Boo. Mm. He's a ghost figure. So Don't know if he's mm. at all aggressive, but I do know that yeah. is that a concern to you? That, at times. Is that a concern to you that though he may be able to uh, appear invisible, that he won't be able to do much? I mean, it, it's one of those longevity things again i think as long as nobody can touch him he'll be fine but he can't inflict damage other than psychological and when you have an idiot like donkey kong or wario who's just a perv i don't think they're gonna, <laughs> i feel like they've seen a lot worse you know yeah that's true i just feel like king boo i mean yeah to princess peach he might get a little fluster but that might fire up donkey kong even more and just want to protect her that's well, a good dog. point dog it, but he well, could possess people. I don't know. With you being a Navy SEAL, I'm sure you understand uh, how big of a factor psychological things can play. Yes, it is a huge factor. And um, eventually you just get to tune it out. And, you know, <laughs> so you think you could take on was... King Boo? 
I just think after the sudden, after the initial fright of seeing King Boo, you're going to be like, oh, this guy's just an idiot. <laughs> but you can't hurt him. So That's true. I'm happy with it. I'm you happy can't with hurt him. Picks. He can't hurt you. Yes, so we're three like picks Casper in. the friendly ghost. <laughs> Fair point. So we're three picks in. I have my, well, actually, I only have two. So I make three and four here. I think with my third pick here, I'm between two of them. The good news is I can take both of them here. Yes, you can. So with my third pick, I'm going to take Bowser Jr. You're you're just going. Who is also one of Bowser's children. Yes. 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 Um, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. If he grows up to be anything like his father, he'll be a force to be reckoned with. No, you do realize we aren't letting him grow up. They're they're going to battle right now. That impacts my decision not. <laughs> is Bowser Jr. his youngest? Um, well, we established Lud- Ludwig von Koopa's the oldest. You know, you'd really have to look into things here. Yeah, I mean it doesn't matter in the grand no. scheme of things, Bowser. All right. But my my team here, Bowser Jr., Ludwig von Koopa, Wario, Pervert. My fourth pick, I'm going to take Larry Koopa. Oh my god. Bowser's Bowser's second youngest child. What? (laughs) What's his name? Larry? Larry Koopa, yes. And listen to this. You want to know a little fun fact about Larry Koopa? Not at all, but sure. He's the self-proclaimed king of eavesdropping. Self-proclaimed. How is that going to help you? I'm not entirely sure, but he's the king, the self-proclaimed king of eavesdropping. That's a fact. You're the self-proclaimed healthiest man in the world, and you're far from it, so he's probably terrible at eavesdropping. (laughs) What the hell, dog? What kind of attack was that? You're addicted to cheeses, and you dog. I am. I'm two weeks sober from cheese. Two weeks sober of cheeses. That is impressive. Good for you. Man. How about ice cream? I am literally that too. I am literally healthier than Dwayne the Rock Johnson right now. Literally. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed king of eavesdropping. That's Larry Koopa. Larry probably so Casey Dog's point is he's probably awful at eavesdropping. He probably always gets caught. Uh, so young and so stupid that he's like, oh, God. Well, not to name what are potentially future picks but I don't think either one of you are going to take or had planned on taking Lemmy Koopa, who this is his little fun fact. He always appears to be somewhat dizzy. So <laughs> that, I, would I don't, that would not be very, that would not be very beneficial in battle. I mean, that's kind of like Casey dogs, princess peach pick. Mm-hmm. That's true. Distraction and mercy. Yeah. You know, Wario's running on the loose out there. <laughs> Pervert. Are you happy with your picks, Lou? I'm, I'm very happy. The board fell exactly how I wanted it to. You know, I'd be surprised if you got more than one vote for your team. How do you figure? I, have, I basically have the Bowser family and a pervert. <laughs> like all the weakest Bowsers, aside from the Dizzy Bowser. I got his oldest son. I, I assume Bowser has to be like his second youngest, or I mean his second oldest. And then I have the self-proclaimed king of eavesdropping. So now do you think do you think Bowser Jr. is is his last name Koopa too? 
Bowser Koopa Jr.? That's or a very good question. Different family. And, and that line. would mean that Bowser's last name would be Koopa. Right, Bowser Koopa. I'm not too versed. I, I am not either. Okay, I'm I'm taking my pick now. I have like a handful of names on the board, and they would all bring different things to battle. But so far, my team's just brutes. So I'm going to stick with that theme, and I'm going to take Petey Piranha. He's the big flower. Petey Piranha. He's the Petey big Piranha? flower with the massive teeth. Oh, okay. It's like, it's like the Venus flytrap. Yeah, Venus yeah. flytrap. Okay. So that rounds off my team, and I'm, I'm extremely happy with it. I have Bowser, King Boo, Bullet Bill, and Petey Piranha. I'm just coming at you with mass. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I think two oh, yeah. picks of yours, Bowser and PD Piranha, make up your entire team. Bullet Bill's disagree. a gimmick. Bullet Bill has no appendages, can't grab anything. He's, He's a gimmick, fine. complete gimmick. I disagree. I think he does have little arms. He might actually have little he arms. Actually we'll, let the li- we'll let the listeners look it up and figure it out themselves. All right, Casey, you can finish off our draft now. All right, so... We got Donkey, Diddy, Princess Peach. The final pick, we're going on the same note. We're going with another princess. Princess Daisy, Luigi's lover. Well, it was a little fishy, but Princess Daisy, you got to hear out her abilities and powers. Notably, she's a tomboy, but Daisy has the ability to create rainbows and use them. How how are you going to use a rainbow? You can shoot it. Is a rainbow not just a refraction of light? Well, yeah, you, yeah, I mean, but King Boo is just a shadow. So, I mean, so it sounds like the only complete team is mine for King Boo. You're telling me if a rainbow shoots at you, you're not going to be a little stunned for a bit, and then Donkey Kong's going to hit you with a right hook. You're going to be stunned for one or two seconds. I don't think a rainbow would have any impact on Ludwig von Koopa. Ludwig von Koopa is an idiot. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now that uh, the the rainbow would have no effect on us, either of our teams. Well, but I wish you the best. Dog's really I, trying to appeal to that to the female vote. Yeah, <laughs> you know he knows our target audience. <laughs> He's a ladies' man. Yep. She actually has two, she actually has two more abilities: flower manipulation and sleep. <laughs> That could be interesting with me having PD Piranha. Ooh. him a flower. I don't know. PD Piranha might be on your team pretty soon if she manipulates him. Well, here's the thing now. If you have either Princess Peach or what what is this other woman's name? Princess Daisy. Princess Daisy. The sleep-inducing rainbow shooter. So hypothetically i mean it's i think we've established by now they're gonna attract war <laughs> they're gonna attract wario one way or another <laughs> wario's out of the picture but who's to say they won't be attracted yeah but but that this is this is my question so they attract wario it takes two people from your team to take out the one wario <laughs> Now that's assuming that nobody else is going to be attracted to them. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Ludwig von Koopa, he seems to have his head on pretty straight. I don't think I'm too worried about it. The Gola Koopa boys do. 
I mean, they might just they might just all put their differences aside, and it just might be like a Love Island type. Story. Actually, like, the way I can see this playing know? out with my team is is the uh, the Koopa brothers all teaming up and just taking out Wario themselves right away. Just turning. They're up. gonna do a little friendly fire <laughs> once they find out he's a pervert. <laughs> And another That's th- your first pick, Lou, and you're just going to eliminate him. On yeah, well, I, I forgot he was a pervert. That's my, that's okay, my so mistake. Here's our teams. Here's our teams. I have Bowser, King Boo, Petey Piranha, and Bullet Bill. I'm going up against Casey's Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Princess Peach, and Princess Daisy, and also against Lou's Wario, pervert, Bowser Jr., Ludwig von Koopa, and Larry Koopa. Who apparently have some abilities yeah. that most people are unaware of. Yeah, well, like I said, self-proclaimed king of eavesdropping. And I and Ludwig von Koopa is a composer who creates Koopa symphonies. Any you know, I would like to note, however, uh, there were no there were some notable characters left on the board. Mario, and, yeah. Luigi, Waluigi, also known pervert. That's well established. Yes, I do agree with that. Yeah, I got so why, Toad, Yoshi. Toad, Yoshi. Why do you think those characters are left on the board? When you see them, you just picture them as little, like, two-foot things. Yeah. I mean, that's that was my thought. They what was have, your thought, Casey Dog? They all have similar stature. You know, they're plumbers. And don't get me wrong. Shout out to all the plumbers out there. and all the plumbers. N- nothing there. wrong with a good plumber. There's nothing wrong with a good plumber, but I'm not going to choose a plumber to go in the octagon when I can choose a gorilla and his young little boy. That's a very good point, Doug. That is a great point. Um, I'll run through some other ones that were left on my board, uh, and perhaps they were only on my board. Uh, So I have Roy Koopa, Bowser's third oldest son. Iggy Koopa, Bowser's fourth son. Uh, Boom Boom, who has something to do with Bowser. I can't exactly read what I have written down here. Comic, which is a magic Koopa. I'm not sure if it's Bowser's son, though. Could be perhaps Bowser's brother, uncle to the Koopa boys. Are you just listing all of Bowser's lineage? Yeah, I mean, that's what was basically on my list. Morton Koopa Jr. And Big Mouth Koopa Jr. Sounds like Deuteronomy. All right. um, So we also had a draft last week, and I just want to update everybody with the results of that and we had a fight to the death between just names we picked names last week and Lou's team was randy adolph chester and geoffrey jeffrey spelt with a g and my team was Dwayne hunter rowdy and brutus and the results my team won substantially of Dwayne hunter rowdy and brutus so lou what was the turning point of this this battle? Yeah, I, I I don't think people like the H-Man a lot. That's the problem. So they see Adolf on the list. Their mind immediately goes to the H-Man. Not exactly where I, I would have liked it to go with this fight. Uh, disavow the H-Man. But, yeah, I, I thought I put together a pretty solid team. You know, Randy, I don't want to fight Chester. Chester the Molester. Stay away from him. You should have taken Wario. I should, thinking back on it, Wario would have been a fantastic pick. 
All right, excellent. So we are one and one right now. Me and Lou are tied, and now we're bringing in Casey Dog. So maybe all three of us will have one win after this, but we will leave that up to our listeners. And let's move on to our next segment now. And our next segment, we have the Big Dog's Picks. And Lou, I did not keep track of your picks this this past week, but how did you do? Not good, but not as bad as the week prior. So I was four and six this week. That puts us at five and 11 overall. Uh, so we're kind of clawing our way back. You know, it just overall was not a good week. More average than anything. Um, I thought I was back. I was a genius. I took Oregon plus 14, and, or I think there I got him at plus 11. Should have took him outright. Uh, was right on the Iowa game. See, that's, that's the thing. If I start watching games, there's no better handicapper than me. No one knows football better than I do. Not a single soul on this planet. So if I can actually watch the games, there's not a single game I would lose. The problem is I don't have the time to watch every single game. So until I do, we will lose and we will lose a lot. With that yeah, said, you're gonna keep losing. With that said, I love the board this week. I have a lot of picks, as I do most weeks. What I don't like, I'm on a lot of favorites this week. So that means a lot of underdogs are likely to win. But let's get started here. Cincinnati minus three and a half at Indiana. Alabama minus 13 and a half at Florida. Arizona minus three and a half, or rather Arizona State, I believe that is minus three and a half at the BYU Fighting Mormons. Penn State minus six versus Auburn. My lock of the week, Colorado minus two versus Minnesota. The program's dead. PJ Fleck, I will come save your program. Please ask me nicely. Hawaii plus six and a half uh, on the island versus San Jose. What is that? Yes, San Jose State. And my respect, what do I have this down as? My R-T-T-G-R-O-T-W, my respect the troops game of the week. Troops game of the week, yep. Is Air Force plus eight and a half, Casey Dog, Air Force. What, what are, what's your mascot? The fighting pilots? The fighting pilots pilots yep. yeah that's, that's what we're gonna roll the air force plus eight and a half versus utah state we'll, just to we'll, make it clear to everybody we we mentioned a lot of different branches of military casey dog is actually a member of the wow. u.s air force we had yeah. mentioned navy before and some other branches but he is a member of the u.s air force the fighting pilots it's yeah. the air force mascot well-known fact uh we'll move that right into nfl last week five and five so not a terrible week. Uh, we ended the week miserably. My bailout last night was Ravens minus four. They lost. Of course they did because I took a minus four. Uh, so we sit at five and five, 500 for week one. This week, a lot of favorites. Rams minus four at Colts, 49ers minus three and a half for Seagulls. Titans plus five and a half at Seahawks. Bills minus three and a half at Dolphins. Uh I like the football team plus three and a half versus Giants. Saints minus three and a half against the Panthers. Lock of the week, Chiefs minus three and a half versus Rams. Wait, Ravens rather. Uh, and then Raiders plus five and a half at Steelers. Cowboys plus three versus Chargers. How that many takes picks do you have this week? Uh, there's a lot here. You have One, more? That was like 20. And then a money line parlay that's guaranteed to win bucks, Cardinals, Broncos, Bills, Packers, money line will not lose. Since I just told you it won't lose. It will lose. 
so the Navy mascot is kind of a, a fighting pilot in a way. It is truly a falcon. Wow. I don't know. We, we might have to contact. Yeah, uh, that might not be. That's false. Wait, did I say Navy? It's Air Force, I meant. Air Force Falcon. Falcon. That's did you know that, dog? No, I had no idea. Well, that's rather Falcon. disappointing. Yeah. We'll, we'll go with the fighting pilots. The fighting pilots. Air Force fighting pilots. Excellent. Big Lou, those are your picks. I wish you the best. Don't think they're going to go well, but hoping the best for you. Oh, neither do I, but we'll see. Our next segment is our hot corner and our chopping block. In this segment, we each give something that we want to pay our respects to and something that we do not want to pay our respects to. So, oh. Lou, do you, do you have a preference on which one we talk about first? I guess first I want to ask, Dog, do you have a chopping block you would like to discuss? I do, yeah. I can think of one. Um, well... It's uh, squirrels. Not a fan of squirrels, huh? It's not that I'm not a fan of squirrels. They disgust me. And this <laughs> okay. This is what? why. Uh, Yesterday, I'm in an insane tennis match with my mother. I mean, we're talking, just rallying back and forth, screaming, yelling, rackets are smashed. This is insane. And we hear these squirrels just bickering, just going crazy. Was it a red squirrel? Gray squirrel. Oh, it was gray a gray squirrel. squirrel. Okay. And a baby red squirrel. Oh, were they in a fight? This is where it gets interesting. This adult gray squirrel is attacking this young squirrel and like slicing it up with his teeth and stuff. And I'm just absolutely traumatized. And this is in the middle of your tennis match. Middle of our tennis match. Yeah. So I, my my mother smacks the fence. The big squirrel runs away. This baby squirrel is like cut up and just like, dying and i was i was damn near crying i was so traumatized so we continued the match i lose the next game understandably i'm in shock go back check Mm -hmm. on the squirrel dead baby the adult squirrel is dragging the baby (laughs) squirrel's corpse all around this park and basically throwing a parade with it yes and i'm just thinking what drives an animal to do this what a disgusting just horrible act. And from that point, I realized I hate squirrels. It's just horrible. Wait, so so you're saying the baby that was killed was a red squirrel? No, no, no. Two gray squirrels. Just a young adolescent teenager oh, okay. squirrel trying to make a living. And this adult squirrel just was going to town on it. And it just shook me to my core. And I just feel like I had to express this because. Now, what if what if this. Uh, what if this teenage squirrel did a despicable act worthy of it being killed? You know, that crossed my mind because I was trying to justify the action, but I cannot Mm -hmm. think of an, I mean, squirrel and stealing some acorns running up the tree. I I just can't think of an act that would, you know, deserve that type of. Well, what if this adolescent squirrel slept with the adult squirrel's wife? Wow. You know, did you consider that? I well, I mean, it's it's one thing to to kill the squirrel, but this thing sounds like it was celebrating the the death of the other squirrel. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this is just the Jeffrey Dahmer of squirrels or what's going on, but do you see it eat it? No, it was just running around with this squirrel in its mouth. I've never seen anything like it. So that's my mm. chopping block because I wish I could chop that 
adult squirrel. Meta- metaphorically, I wouldn't really because I wouldn't want to wish that harm. Eye for an eye, don't want to do that. I would not want to see the same thing happen to that squirrel. But it just shook me to my core. And squirrels, I'm, I'm over them. You used to think they're cute little fuzzy creatures. Disgusted with them. That mm. act, unforgivable. Well, I'm just going to say maybe the squirrel deserved it. <laughs> he, he might. There's no, there's no squirrel that deserves that treatment. Yeah. Squirrels get hit by cars all the time. That's hate true. to say it. I hate to and then the car doesn't put it on, on like their hood and celebrate it though. Some people may. Melv, are you, are you aware that there are people that squirrel hunt and they keep the pelts of the squirrel? I don't think mm-hmm. this is too grim of an act by this adult squirrel if he had good reason. Yeah. Maybe I'll get him on the pod. <laughs> we'll have to get the squirrel on the pod. I mean, it's All right, Lou, what is your chopping block this week? Well, let's see. This week, my chopping block is people with peanut allergies. Oh, agreed. I can't figure out for the life of me the reason behind someone having a peanut allergy. There are literally people 20 some odd years of age and are just allergic to peanuts. It's immature. It doesn't make any sense at all. There's absolutely no reason for anyone to have a peanut allergy there's no reason for it so i i do know two people that i'm around pretty frequently that that have a peanut allergy and if, if you had maybe words of motivation or advice for them what what would you say to them uh, i i really don't know get over it i mean like someone with a peanut allergy they'll let you know they have a peanut allergy Right, because they would die if they ate a peanut. So they claim, you like offer them a cashew, no thanks, I have a peanut allergy. I I don't think so. I think you just don't like peanuts. (laughs) So you don't think people actually have allergies, they just claim to? Uh, Peanuts in specific, yes. So you think people can have allergies to other things? I've, I've seen that happen before, yes. But like, if you can't sit down and enjoy a good peanut, are you really living life? Yeah. What are your thoughts, Casey Dog? Well, you know, yeah. Do I think peanut, having a peanut allergy is immature? And just, of course I do. I mean, it's just horrible. It's just random, absurd. Not a fan, but I got to ask Big Lou, um, do you have any allergies of, of yourself? No. Okay. I was going to say, well. Because I'm. And that, that's one thing people don't seem to understand. They're, every person reaches a point in life where they have to look themselves in the mirror and say, it's time to grow up. So we've discussed two types of people so far that, that need that little pep talk. And so I guess peanut allergy people and left-handed and people. And left-handed people, yes. What's, yeah. I mean, what's worse? Uh, what's worse, a left-handed person or someone with a peanut allergy? Yeah, <laughs> left-handed. Oh God, that's a very good question. What if they're both? <laughs> uh, a oh, left-handed gosh. person with a peanut allergy. Oh, send them to Montego Bay. Send them to Montego Bay. <laughs> I've never met someone like that, and I hope I don't because I'll just have to. I'll have to let them have it. Tell them to grow be, up. Huh? It would be the most disgusting thing I've witnessed in my entire life. 
<laughs> okay. So your shopping block is people allergic to, to peanuts. Yep. People with peanut okay. allergies. Okay. People, are, are you putting that in quotes, peanut allergies or? I, 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 I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a scientist. I don't claim to be. Do peanut allergies exist? I don't know. I don't know if anyone truly does. You're just against those people. Let's move. <laughs> let's move on. Moving on. My chopping block of the week. I, I feel very strongly about, and I was unaware. I felt so strongly about this previously. And I recently took a trip down to Milwaukee. Oh, we, we spoke about this for Zach's Brown band. We took a trip down to Milwaukee and oh uh, we we went we went around and we found a place where we could sing and dance and hang out and i i like like singing along to songs and what really upset me about this bar is that they were playing electronic dance music and that's my chopping block of the week mm. edm music as as the folks call it electronic dance music where they they play just the the chorus of a song and then they just throw in random instruments i they, like i know where you're coming from mel and and i couldn't agree with you more there's nothing worse than being in one of those situations where you're dancing along you're singing along and it gets right to the part in the song that perhaps you were looking forward to and then some funky beat comes on and that song is no longer on. Right. It's, I, I was thinking in my head, like, imagine touching me, boom, 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 boom. like cutting off Sweet Caroline in like the worst timing. It's like Sweet Caroline. And then they just drop the bass. Well, Awful. Yeah. And I bet you just you just feel off the rest of the day because it's like that was the big moment. That was the yeah, that's the moment that you hope for in a yeah. song. And it's not just Sweet Caroline. I mean, they did not actually do an EDM remix of Sweet Caroline. They did like other songs that are oh, still I would good. certainly not put it past them with the music they were playing. It was the part that you would want to sing along to. They would cut off, switch to a new song. No, it, it, it and like upsetting to say the least. They, I found them to be playing no more than 30 seconds of a song before dropping the beat to to some hideous hideous disgusting music i don't even know where that thought was taking me to be honest but they're mixing awful songs with one another let me get this straight so they played sweet caroline and at the bump 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 part they switched it no that was that was a hypothetical he was oh that was a hypothetical and as if it, it was as if they were doing that the entire time we were there, every time you would get into the rhythm of song, they would completely switch it up. Disgusting. And that's my chopping block, EDM music. And now that now that we're a little fed up, let's let's go to the happy side of things. Casey, do you did did you prepare or did you think of any thing that you want to honor this week? Sure do. Excellent. Hot corners. It's hot. Sauna. Mm. A sauna. A sauna. I urge. Okay, Joe Rogan, tell us more. Oh, I urge. I mean, 
here's the thing. If you're ever feeling a little down and need a reset or something, go into a 180-degree room with a bunch of strangers, strike up a conversation, 15 minutes, you'll come out a new man. I swear. I've just been loving the sauna. I've been a couple times for the past week at the YMCA, and it's just refreshing. I just love it. It's relaxing. So, dog, correct me if I'm wrong. You nearly passed out in a sauna last week. Um. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 We were gonna. We were gonna try to stay in for an hour, but we had to cut uh, short. So you may be taking your love for for the sauna a little too far. I want to see how far I can go. Yeah. We lasted 20 minutes, but I think. Uh, we- now, what are your thoughts on on an ice bath? Love it. Cold water immersion therapy. That's another okay. one. Cold showers. Go into the sauna. Go into the sauna, hop into an ice cold shower. New man. So you're big into the weather or temperature extremes. Temperature extremes. It sounds. You ever dabble? You ever dabble in the sauna or those temperature? I've done my fair share of ice baths and cold showers. Beautiful. I've been in the sauna a couple times, never for an extended period of time. But no, not to the point where I'm going to pass out, dog. That to me seems seems a bit extreme. You got to push it to the limits, push it to the limits, see how far you can go. Excellent. Um, Casey dog, I'm sorry that you experienced that with the sauna, but I'm, I'm glad that you've moved past it and you're willing to honor it this week. So Lou, what, what are you honoring this week? My hot corner what is your is hot corner. The humpback whale. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So there was a megapod of more than 100 humpback whales that were seen surrounding a boat off the coast of Australia. And I just think that is one of the more amazing things I've heard in recent memory. It's just a couple humpback whales out with the boys wreaking some havoc on some boats. <laughs> Nothing better. Now, at, at Zach's Brown Band, I don't know if you noticed, but I had a shirt with a bunch of humpback whales on it. Did you really? I did. No. I did. You'll have to look back at yep. the memories. I was I was too concerned trying to figure out who Zach was and what about his Boy. band was brown to look at your shirt. But yes, I love humpback whales. They are fascinating. That's my hot corner this week. It's humpback whales. And my hot corner this week, it's fairly simple. And I don't think it needs too much of an explanation, but my hot corner is or are trees, just in general. Oh, wow. I mean, they what provide exactly oxygen. about trees? Well, I, I, I didn't choose trees because they are so helpful and provide us oxygen. I chose trees. I, I was golfing yesterday. Mm-hmm. And every time I hit a tree, it gave me a beautiful bounce. So I, I realized I'm, I'm just a man of the trees. So they paid their respects to me by giving me good bounces off the trees. So I'm paying I, I... my respects to them. I, I like tend to have house. the opposite experience when golfing with trees. Because you're not a man of the trees. I, I am absolutely not a friend of the forest. I can say that with complete certainty. So you're you're against like Smokey Bear then, I'd assume. Yeah, me and Smokey Bear, we're not tight or anything, but I don't necessarily have beef with Smokey Bear. Isn't Just his with na- the, the things he wait, protects. wait, wait, wait a minute. Isn't his name Yogi Bear? No, there's both. Smokey Bear's like the guy that... He prevents like, Yeah, well, exactly, Casey Dog. 
Only you can prevent forest fires. That's Smokey Bear. Isn't that Yogi Bear? Who's Yogi Bear? Oh, Yogi Bear is like a cartoon character of sorts. I'm looking it up right now. I don't know what he was from, but Yogi Yogi? Bear is a funny animal who appeared in numerous comic books. I don't know if his job was to protect the trees. Well, you can tell Smokey is what he's known for. Well, you can tell Smokey Bear he's doing a pretty shit job right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> or maybe the people aren't listening to him enough. Well, according according to Smokey Bear, only I can prevent wildfires. So I guess I haven't been doing my job. Smokey Bear's told me that once before. Only I can prevent wildfires. Not you, Melv. Only I can prevent wildfires. Only you. Only you. All right. Are we happy with with our honorees and hot corners and chopping blocks this week? I'm I think we got our point across. My, my hot corner was trees and my chopping block was EDM music. Casey Dog, what were yours? Hot corner, sauna, and squirrels chopping block. Hate them. Yeah, and nope. I wouldn't I would I wouldn't say I was particularly happy with my chopping block as I don't know how happy one can be with someone with a peanut allergy. Um, <laughs> then my hot corner, of course, humpback whales just out with the boys wreaking havoc. You said it was a hundred. I'm happy to hear about these, these hot corners. And now we're, now we're going to start wrapping things up and the big dog is going to give his final thoughts again. I'm very excited for this week. I, I am always excited for his final thoughts. So big dog, final thoughts. You know, I have a list of about five things I could I could speak on at this time. <laughs> I don't like that smirk out of you, dog. I'm just excited. <laughs> one 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 final thought is so like with all of these places that are requiring a mask, can you wear a ski mask and does that qualify as for or does that satisfy the mask requirement? It is a ski mask have a hole right in the mouth. It absolutely does. Yes. But, but it is a mask. It is a mask. Like a, a hockey mask or a catcher's mask. That goes along the lines of the same question. Yes. So if you show up, I I think the very clear answer is no, but they're requiring masks. That's that's and you are wearing by technicality, a mask. I think by technicality, that's that's valid. You can do it. That that's an well, argument that would hold up in court, correct? I don't know if they would be concerned about you spreading a virus or if you robbing. <laughs> I don't know what they <laughs> were concerned about. I don't think they would say you need a mask, or they'd be. You know, you're kind of you're kind of a double threat in that in that scenario. <laughs> you're double People don't know what you're up to. Yep. Well, Lou, I think you need to try this out and report back to us if they would accept you. With yeah, your, I don't with know your if I'm. <laughs> mask. I don't know if I'm willing to do that unless you're willing to front some bail money, perhaps. No, I, I, I think you answered your question by saying you're not willing to do it. That no, in fact, that would not be an acceptable mask to wear. Into All right, I figured I'd building. ask the question still. So, and you My got it answered. My second and I thought, think a lot of people were asking the same thing, so I'm glad we could figure it out. My second thought this week is that I think I could be signed to an NFL roster tomorrow and be a thousand yard rusher for the season. 
I you have agree? heard two things out of your mouth for your final thoughts. And both of them are terrible thoughts. Just blasphemous. Just blasphemous. That was the most absurd statement. How could you be an NFL running back? <laughs> I'm quite literally the greatest athlete of all time. You're addicted to Jesus. Uh, curb the addiction. Thank curb you. Curb the addiction. What I would that? give you three yards before you get injured. Three you'll yards? Have a couple, you'll Are have a you couple kidding plays me? where you get negative yards, a couple plays where you get maybe one or two yards. I'm, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that you're going to gain yards. Dude, I would here. literally average at least five yards a carry. How do you, you, don't how do you understand. believe it's going to happen? You don't understand. I have – well, I have the world's worst – vision in terms of being able to see things on the football field i have the greatest vision of all time that's a well how is that going to help you because i mean no one no one's going to be able to touch me get skinny in the hole i mean i i do agree that vision is an important piece of being a running back but i i think there's many other factors that need to be there i could no i have a thousand yard rusher i could be signed for this season i would be in a thousand yard rusher. I promise you. I give you 30, 30 yards. Shut the hell up, dog. That's very kind of you, Casey Dog, to give him that many yards. I said, I said, season. well, this is interesting that you guys are saying this. I said a thousand on the conservative end. Oh my gosh. What, what running backs rushed for a thousand yards last year? Are you aware? Uh, there's quite a few. Like Derrick Henry rushed for 2,000. Oh, he did? I wasn't sure how many. All right, it's like an average running back. Uh, no, an average running back is below 1,000, I would say. I would say there's probably 10 to 15 backs that rush for 1,000 yards in a season. So I, I have to ask you this. You, okay, you, Big Lou, compared to all these other NFL running backs, you are smaller, slower. Okay. That's not necessarily true. Weaker and blinders. That's so not necessarily part, true. For the most part, it is. Um, it you apart. I'm literally the greatest athlete of all time. My raw athleticism oh. is far beyond that of any current NFL running back. You're like Bowser's kid, Ludwig, self-proclaimed. It's just no. Like, you're yeah. you're thinking of a, you're thinking of Larry Koopa. Early. Larry Koopa is the self-claimed. Greatest eavesdropper of all time. We will never know. Lou, do you have any other thoughts for us? I mean, I have a couple others if you care to hear them. Otherwise, I'm set to wrap things up. I'd say you save them for next week. Save them for next week. We've heard enough of your awful thoughts towards the end of the week. They're not awful. They're literally, I I could rush for a thousand yards. That's a fact. And we completely disagree. So, well, you know, the beautiful thing, there's only one way to, to find this out is for an NFL team to commit to me and sign me to a roster. Right. Which will not happen. That's, oh, prob- that's probably a good thing for the league. Yeah. They, they don't want too many deaths on their fields. You would I, I don't know. what you would, Do you understand the size of some of these running backs, like the little scat backs, like uh, Darren Sproles? That guy was four foot nothing, 120 pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. Except he was a freak athlete. Uh, And I'm not. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you for our listeners for joining us. Casey Dog, we appreciate you. We thank you for your service. Thanks for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. And 
Uh, we look forward to seeing you next week on Big Dog Radio. Give us a follow on Twitter. It's been fun. You know, another thing about Twitter, send in listener questions. Uh, we love to answer them, love to hear them. Perhaps Dog could come back another time and, and answer them, or if one the of them at least. If the numbers are right, we can make that a possibility. <laughs> Awesome. Right, dog, our budget's not that big. <laughs> <laughs>